Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. work with somebody and you work together for a shared goal of creating something awesome well our guest today our mentor that's in our virtual learning laboratory lona small will be talking to us about the benefits of collaboration and when i think about collaboration and i could be dating myself here but i think about the r b singers monica and brandy and if you know their song the boy is mine it was a huge hit right it was a huge collaboration and at the time it, that song, that collaboration was larger and more successful than any song that they had done to apart as individual artists. And that one song propelled them forward. And so our mentor today will be talking about the benefits of collaboration. So Lona Small, welcome, welcome, welcome to Leadership Tidbits. Welcome to our virtual <laughs> learning laboratory. Thank you so much, um, Coach T, on your <laughs> leadership tip bits, Coach T. And I'm happy that you invited me and I'm happy to share. I am so much into collaboration. Collaboration is a major thing for me. And I, when I'm doing my training, that's a big part of my training. So I'm excited that I can share about collaboration. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have you. For those of you that don't know, Lona and I collaborate along with our other sister scientist, Stephanie Whitehead, on our successful Elaborate Topics podcast. Lona is the founder of Lab OPEX, and she actually does Lab OPEX Live on Thursdays on LinkedIn at 7.30. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you hit the remind button. But Lona can tell you a little bit more about her journey. But my sister scientist, my friend is in Maryland. So we bring you mentors from all over. She's in Maryland by way of Jamaica. And so just I want, want to welcome her to our virtual learning lab. Let her talk a little bit about her leadership journey. And then we'll jump into what she has to share with us tonight. Okay, let's go. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a quality and process improvement specialist at the Johns Hopkins Hospital in the core lab. And I'm the founder, coach and trainer at Lab OPEX Training and Consulting. And through strategies in process improvement, team dynamics, quality and patient safety, I've moved labs and medical lab leaders to be recognized and valued as an important part of healthcare. And I serve hundreds of medical lab professionals who feel hidden, undervalued, and unsure of their next career growth opportunity to identify their unique skill sets and operate at their highest levels to make a difference in their careers, their lives, and in healthcare. So I am going to use a lot of examples um, in healthcare. I'm going to use a lot of other examples, but we're going to move to collaboration. And I'm going to tell you why it is collaboration is important to me. And I've told the story of me and my friend who is a nurse and a doctor who was having dinner and we were having a great time. And as we got up from the table, we started talking about work and the doctor started talking about a patient with lupus and looked at me and looked away at my friend and said, you would know what I'm talking about. Of course, I'm a medical lab scientist who have studied lupus in so much detail. We have done a lot of testing with lupus. And another thing is that a friend of mine had died of lupus. So when she did that, I felt crushed. And I was quiet for a while. I started thinking, like, why is it that so many people, including healthcare, don't know enough about what we do? as medical lab professionals. 
And why are medical lab professionals not respected and valued? I started thinking, should I have gone to medical school or nursing school? However, it wasn't the last time something like that happened to me. And what I realized was that somehow they, a lot of people didn't know enough about what we do as medical lab professionals. And then a few years later, I went to do a healthcare MBA. And what surprised me during that time was that I was actually embraced for my expertise. And what I noticed, we did a lot of projects together. We worked a lot in groups. And what I brought to the table was actually valued. So instead of feeling hidden, I bring visibility to the medical lab professional. Now, instead of feeling undervalued, I'm confident in what I contribute to my career and in healthcare. And instead of being unclear about my next career growth opportunity, I use my unique skill set to propel me to contribute at my highest levels in healthcare. And from those experiences, what I took away was that when you collaborate, and show your value in a visible way, you get the respect that you deserve. And not only that, you're respected for the exper expertise that you bring. And so collaboration started meaning a lot to me. And I coach others to do the same in terms of visibility, in terms of contribution, in terms of um, looking at their next career opportunity. And so, I believe that medical lab professionals are a vital gap at the healthcare table. And so that's why I work in operational excellence. And I'm going to give you a quick, probably uh, as a framework that I use and then show you why collaboration is important. And I'm going to quickly go over a lot of these things. Um, so basically, in this talk, I'm going to describe why collaboration made a difference in my professional growth, which I just spoke about. And I'm going to discuss how collaboration is an important trait of what I call an operational excellence leader. And I'm going to discuss the benefits of collaboration. So I talk about the framework that I use. I when I'm doing helping people to move into being an operational excellence leader, we, we walk them through different phases and look at the core, help them with courage and contribution. And you'll see how collaboration comes in here. So basically I help people to unlock their core. And basically what that means, what is it that makes them unique, their core role, their core value, their core vision and their self. And I'm not going to go into much details because my big focus is on collaboration, but I'm just trying to walk you through to let you see how that comes in. So in terms of a core, your core vision, your core value, your core role, I just want to give you one quick example of someone that I worked with that was a lead that person worked as a leader and they were really frustrated in their job. And they took on a job in a different area where they, you know, basically stepped down as a lead because they didn't think that it fit. Although they were a brilliant person, they were actually in, you know, medical um, lab scientists and they started working in another area. And in no time they were bored and they gave me a call and I helped them through identifying their core role. And so even though for them, it was more like, okay, people were saying to them, take the next salary option or the next, um, the next promotion, or they were getting recommendation from family. Every time they took that role, they were miserable. And until they found their core role based on their unique strength, then that did not work. So that's why the core is important. So after they made that call to know their core role, then they were really excited. So basically everyone is telling you to go to the next promotion. And I'm telling you that a better next step is to know if your the next promotion is right for you. And that's why core is important. 
And then the next piece is acting on courage. And I'm basically gonna just go quickly through it that basically, you know, do once you identify your core role, just act on it. Don't be afraid. Even if it's uncomfortable, take that next action. And basically what that will do, do is build the competence and bring you confidence. So confidence again leads to more action. And so just act on it. That's how you're gaining more confidence. And with confidence, you're doing more and you're gaining more competence. And that's the courage piece. So the next piece, and I'm going to give you a quick example of somebody with courage. When I coach this person, they understood their core role, their core vision, their core value. And they were in a situation where they were that person was a manager for a while. They knew they needed to move to the next level. And so they thought I'd probably have to wait another three years or so based on requirement. I need a five year in order to move to moving into a director's role. And as a manager, once they went through their core and they understand their core value, their core vision, they realized that where they were was not suited. There was a lot of conflict when it comes to ethics and they took that leap of faith based on the courage and they applied for a position as a director, even though they didn't think that they met that five year requirement, just using courage. Once you're clear about your core, you know, your value, you can take that leap and you get rewarded. So now if Right now, when it comes to making um, those steps, we're realizing that across the US at this time, because of the pandemic, there's a lot that's going on in terms of people either choosing not to go back to work or people choosing to make um, decisions that's best for them. So I think that this is a good time to take that leap and don't pass up that opportunity. And then the next piece now is contribution for impact. And so as an operational excellence leader, you, you work on your core, you have that courage to, to take the leap, but the leap is to contribute. So you're basically contributing based on your core role. You're utilizing innovation, you're adjusting to the landscape and you're collaborating and you're exchanging value. So that's the piece we're gonna talk about. There's a lot that's go, um, that you have to do when it comes to contribution. There's networking, you're changing the status quo. There's, um, you know, you're bringing vi visibility, you're building competence and capacity in your team. A whole, um, you know, there's just so much that you can contribute once you recognize what your core role is. But it's so important to recognize your core role so you can contribute at a high level. So let's go into collaboration. Collaboration is a very important trait of a operational excellence leader. And so for me, that's what actually propelled me to start contributing at a certain level. And once I realized that once I contribute in a visible way, basically you get the respect that you need, you're contributing value, people respect the value that you bring, and you're seen more as a go-to person and basically you're elevating your value. And I use that a lot in my field as a medical lab scientist. And I help a lot of medical scientists who feel as if they're either hidden or they're undervalued to utilize collaboration as one aspect of an operational excellence leader. And we're going to talk about how it's important, especially in my field where people feel hidden and unrecognized and they want to, and it's so important to be part uh, actually at the table to be contributing at the table. So basically collaboration is a multiplier of innovative ideas that cannot be executed alone. So just imagine you're A and you have a certain amount of expertise. Basically that's the limit of your expertise. But when you join with 
someone else, B or C. It's not, a, you notice it's an X that's a multiplier. You're not adding expertise. You're actually multiplying expertise and you're multiplying whatever the um, end product is, is actually multiplied. And so we're gonna go in to generally what is collaboration. As I said, it's a multiplier of innovative ideas that cannot be executed alone. So sharing like individuals, knowledge, skills, and expertise actually multiplies for common outcomes. And there's this connection of right, the right diverse team with different talents that accomplish this common goal. So basically collaboration is actually getting, get, getting together with your skills, your expertise, your talent, your knowledge, putting it together with other talents and knowledge and multiplying it exponentially to get whatever results that you need. So if you're, you have a goal individually, you can actually multiply that goal for, I mean, just so exponentially once you think of, once you decide to collaborate. So I'm just going to ask you, there are a lot of things that we may do on a regular basis that we see as collaboration that sometimes we don't realize. So do you know you collaborate when you work to improve any your work environment? So if you're looking at a work environment and you're trying to improve that, usually you cannot do that alone. You don't need, you can't just use your ideas to do that alone. So a lot of times you're, it's important to get input from others when you want to improve a work environment. And that's how collaboration comes in. If you say, for instance, you're investigating an event and that event could be in different um, areas, different industry, but there's an event to be investigated. You're gonna need different people that's involved in the event to get their perspective, to get their um, experience, to get basically what, what happened, who was involved in it and how can we improve it you need other people to be part of that investigation. Just simple things of um, if you're a leader, say for instance, you're a new leader and you want to improve yourself as a leader, then you're gonna need ideas from the team. Like, what do you think that I could do to improve myself as a leader? I'm thinking of the most basic things that you collaborate for ideas. If you're doing surveys of clients or patients, that improve idea includes like ideas coming from different experiences. And with those ideas, with people coming together with those ideas will give you whatever data you need to improve those experiences. When you go in and you place a re review for a service like restaurant or you, know, you did a service, that's collaboration of different reviews that people will take together in order to improve the service. If say for instance, you're going on a podcast or a live show, like now I'm on this um, show with Taiwana, it, it is a form of collaboration, even though basically I may have an audience, Taiwana has an audience, and we are collaborating to bring whatever the goal of um, Taiwana's um, leadership tidbits. So Taiwana um, Coach T as um, goal is to bring as many leadership tidbits to her audience. And by inviting different guests on her show, she's able to collaborate with different ideas, different tips, different tools to bring these ideas to her audience. And not only that, it's not a one, so, so it's not just a one-way street. I'm, being ben I, I'm benefiting from my audience listening to Taiwan's show and her audience listening to me. And so even if you're on LinkedIn or any kind of social media, it's some form of collaboration because you may have, say, a uh, first connection and you may be sending out um, posts or um, information to your first connection, but your first connection have second connection. And so that's a collaboration in order to bring your message out. 
say you're joining a professional association. When you're in professional association, there's a lot of opportunity to share ideas, to learn from each other. And I'm gonna actually go into some details about how you can collaborate even in a professional association. So when I talk about um, say the benefits, so we, we had quite a few examples before and so based on these examples that we use here, we're gonna look at some benefits. So basically benefits of collaboration, you're demonstrating expertise and the value you bring to the table. And you know, I talk a lot about value and bringing value to the table because I've seen that so much in my experience. I've seen where I was at a place where I didn't feel valued to the point where I'm at a place where my, my whatever I contribute is valued. So if you're part of a committee, if you're part of a group, if you're part of a professional association, your expertise is so important because you're gonna have different people with different skills, different expertise, different talents coming together. And in order to come up with a solution for a challenge in say a professional um, association right now for our professional association, there's a major challenge when it comes to staffing. And so having different ideas coming to the table to come up with solution when your ideas is brought to the table, it is valuable. And so you're demonstrating expertise and value. You're gaining visibility and respect. And I've had so much um, visibility brought to the medical lab profession at my job through a lot of projects that I get involved in. So I get involved in projects that's gonna actually be make major improvement to the hospital. And when I'm sitting there as a representative of the lab, what it's doing is bringing visibility to the lab. It's bringing not only visibility, but it's showing that we there's a lot of value that we have to give. So, and also it's there's a lot of respect that's gained to the profession. So we can do that through committees. We can do that through, like I said previously, different podcasts and live shows. Another thing in terms of um, collaboration benefits, it multiplies and it creates more value in one place. So in that one place, I could use an example that say for um, we were able to improve central line associated bloodstream infection by contributing data from the lab about specimen that were, um, and I'm gonna try to be as simple as possible because I know I'll have a broad audience, but specimen that were contaminated with IV fluid. So when they drew the blood and they didn't stop the IV fluid from a patient, the fluid got into the blood specimen, got to the lab and the results are no good. So collecting that data, send it back to health, to the nurses, they realize that they can't keep going back into a patient's um, IV line because that will cause infection. So we were able to improve that. So creating more value in one place is through collaboration with different people contributing different things. Improving workflow, improving work environment, improving services, efficiency. We talked about surveys. When you are getting different ideas coming from different places, you're improving workflow. You can use it to improve your environment just by even surveying people on your own team or coming together in a, to actually do a process improvement. So just having all these ideas is a lot of improvement and it's improving productivity. It's exposing you to role models. So if you are part of a 
team, um, professional association is a great example. Or if we're talking about collaborating through social media, because there are different communities that you can form on social media. And if you're part of those communities where you're building on yourself, you're being exposed to role models, you're being exposed to mentors. So you can be a role model and you can be, um, you can actually find a role model even in those situations, because a lot of times you have so much expertise to contribute and you have a lot to learn. So we talk about role model, then we move to learning. So you, you actually, there's a lot of growth through learning new skills when you're part of a collaborative experience. You're learning so much from each other. For me, I'm in healthcare and I learn a lot about processes. I learn a lot about guidelines from nurses. So it's easier for me to make decisions because I'm aware of what's going on in the background and they learn a lot from me. So there's a lot of growth that actually takes place in that, in a collaborative um, environment. Another thing is that you're elevating and you're amplifying your message. So if you have, have a message and you're together, say for instance, um, Taiwana, she has a message. I know Taiwana has a, uh, I, I call it a BHAG to reach uh, millions of people with um, leadership tidbits. And so having other people on her show or collaborating with others to get her message to other people, she is actually elevating and she's amplifying her message by collaborating with other mentors. So if there's something that you want, I know you and I talk a lot about the lab, but if we have a message, we can um, elevate and amplify our message. I have a show Lab OPEX Live where I invite other leaders, other experts to come on the show. So it's not just my voice, but coming together actually amplifies because they have their audience that's listening and my audience. And so it's actually amplifying the message. And it provides belonging and accountability. So if you're collaborating in, say, for instance, a community, because I'm getting ready to start a community of um, lab operational excellence leaders, if you are collaborating in that um, environment, you are, it's a give and take. So you're learning from people, they're learning from you. However, they are you provide accountability for each other. If you're working to grow in a certain area, you, there's accountability there and you have this sense of belonging. So in that sense, you're having a sense of belonging, there's accountability and you're growing. So for me, because I have that whole process of the core your, the core, the courage and the contribution and collaboration is just one aspect of con, con, um, contribution. I usually try to help medical lab professionals to move through those levels in order to get to the highest level in which they can contribute and feel valued and actually be confident in whatever they're doing and basically contribute in a way in which they're happy. They're happy with the, the role that they choose. So for me, I help people at all levels. In my um, job, I help people as a phlebotomist. I'm just, just starting out with their phlebotomist, a new medical technologist, their lead or a supervisor. Basically, this process is for you. If you're a director, a fellow, or a pathologist, the process is for you. So basically, what I usually do, I usually like help people to get to that point where you picture a day when you know exactly what role you want and you're happy in, with that role. Picture that day when you go to your group in terms of collaboration and they say to you, whenever you're not here, we don't feel comfortable in making a decision. And especially for medical lab professionals, that is important because we wanna be um, at the table. And just picture that day. 
when you are contributing at your highest level, you're happy about what you're doing, you're collaborating, you're creating value. And that's why I focus so much on collaboration. And I know that that's important in terms of contribution and showing value. And thank you so much. I know I couldn't not see and I'm gonna stop sharing so I can see and see if there's any comments or any questions. Um, I'm willing to take those. Let's stop sharing here. Did I stop sharing? No? You did. I did. Okay. <laughs> it actually didn't even uh, pop up on this side, but you did an awesome job. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the, were you seeing the, um, the slides? Mm -mm. Oh, you're like, I'm not going to bug her. <laughs> well, well, here's All that time thing. I'm going through the slides. <laughs> well, here's the thing. When you got good information, it doesn't matter if we can see the slides or not, because it's really not about the slides. I know you had some great visuals, but, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, we didn't see those today. <laughs> I should have just okay. been talking. That would have been better. I'm just like, don't follow those slides. Just talk to me. <laughs> that would have been better. I'll be seeing your face saying, at least seeing your face. All right. That's that's still good. <laughs> so you, you mentioned some great points, uh, you know, and thinking about that whole from the core and thinking about those various areas of collaboration. So sometimes we may not even think of those different methods of collaborating. So when you talked about being on LinkedIn and your first connection, and then, you know, maybe they post something and then being able to see if you are second or third connection. And so I, I think you did an awesome job really talking about being able to contribute and add value. So mm -hmm. once you're able to contribute and that's getting back to your core and getting mm -hmm. back to your core self so that you can add value. And when you understand that you want to contribute and collaborate, cause then it's like, wait a minute, I'm adding value here. So exactly. I need to be at the table so that I can, so that I can contribute. So whether that's on a project uh, and at work, and it's like, okay, I want the lab represented or I want mm -hmm. the administration staff represented mm -hmm. or the admin group or the, the janitorial group or the food services. Like mm -hmm. we have value and we want to collaborate. But it, that was something that what you said about having that value and understanding your value so that you can contribute adds mm -hmm. to the collaboration, which... Mm -hmm. To me, that when I thought about the example I used earlier about Monica and Brandy, for those that listen to R&B and know anything about those artists, they both knew their their core. They knew the value. They knew their artists. They're not artists. They knew their audience. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so they were able like, yeah, like we can we can collaborate because I know the value that I bring and I know that I can contribute at the the highest level. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was really interesting. I'm gonna have to think about collaboration differently from that point of, you know, my contribution and, and value. So I thought that right. was good. So Tierra said this was great content and we didn't need the slides. I told you now that if what she was talking about wasn't Lona, she might not have said that. <laughs> but we didn't even need it. I, I hope examples. you could visualize it. <laughs> you know, sometimes technology, you know, it works for us and sometimes it don't, but it was okay because it was the content that is what people wanted. And so, you know, kind of getting back to the whole core self, and I know that you have a whole program around that. And was, was it that turning point of not feeling kind of value that kind of was like, I really need to get to this. So in that earlier example, where you talked about the physician kind of looking at the nurse and was like, well, you will understand, but mm -hmm. like you, you ain't going to understand because this is above your head. Is that, was that like a turning point for you? Well, the turning point for me was that aha moment when I went to grad school. 
because I kind of took it for granted that that's how, you know, I've had enough experiences with other people in the healthcare space that um, basically didn't know what we do. So I just thought, well, you know, that's how it is. But the aha was when I went to grad school to do a healthcare MBA and I was part of this interdisciplinary team. And I realized how they embrace whatever I had to contribute. And that's when I realized that when you're contributing in a collaborative environment, that's when people actually see your value. That's when they see your expertise. You're contributing in a more visible way. So a lot of times when we're hidden and we know our value, but other people don't. So once we're at the table and we're collaborating, that's when people actually know your value, know what you have to contribute. And that's how we get that increased perceived value. So for all these years, when we keep telling people we're valuable and they can't see it, it only means something to us, but not to them. So, you know, now I realize the only way you're really gonna demonstrate your value is by actually doing it in a visible way. Be part of the solution, be at the table. And that's why I talk about you're an important part of the whole. You need to be doing this in a visible way by collaborating. Absolutely. I, I think you're right. I mean, you can move the needle a little bit by yourself, but you can really move the needle a lot. So whether it's in regards to, you know, activism, whether it's in regards to making a whole bunch of money, whether it's in regards to fame, whether it's in regards to job promotion, like it really doesn't matter. I'm saying all of that to say it doesn't matter what the avenue is. You're right. Mm -hmm. Together, you definitely can make tremendous impact. You know, I remember on your Lab OPEX live show, you did a recap and you had all of the guests that you had all season. And mm -hmm. that show went on for two hours and people watched for two hours to see all of the different medical right. lab professionals represent in their you know own different way, and right. so it was something about that which that show I'm I, I'm sure all of the shows were powerful, but that show having everybody on there was probably even more powerful and impactful of just bringing everybody together. Yes. And the more people, the more it multiply. As you say, the diversity of, I want to hear from this one. You know, I want to hear from this one. And everyone is there with maybe their own audience that one. So it actually, it's actually, what should I say? It's amplifying the voice. So my voice by itself is not going to do it, but it's amplifying our mission by having everyone together. Right. And so that whole adage of you don't have to do it alone, mm -hmm. better yet, you shouldn't try to do it right. alone. So I know sometimes in the workplace, managers, supervisors, they try to do it alone. And how far do you get? You're like, right. wow, I'm doing all of this. I'm working all these hours. I'm staying late and coming in early. And the needle is moving like this far, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. uh, you're not collaborating with your team or collaborating mm -hmm. with other departments or collaborating with your administration. And so I think that's just powerful, you know, no matter what you're doing. So if you're in the workplace, collaboration is important. If mm -hmm. you are a parent, mm -hmm. as they say, it takes a village. So mm -hmm. collaboration mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. If you are a business owner, guess what? Collaboration mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. So I think that is, is awesome. So Lona, I'd like to ask all of uh, my mentors, one, what do you do for your like your own personal growth to so that you're able to continue to pour mm -hmm. into those that you mentor, those that you coach. What mm -hmm. are what are you doing? I like giving the 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 viewers, the listeners, whoever mm -hmm. will watch this on the replay, some of those practical strategies. Right. So there are several things that I do. I think one of the most active I suppose I'm actively involved in so many things, but I have coaches in different areas of my life. So there's a lot of different areas in my life that I want to grow. 
And so I have coaches. So I'm involved in different training programs. That's one. And I'm also involved in communities. So even with some of the training programs that I'm part of, they have communities. So we basically you know, bounce things from each other. We learn from each other. There's some kind of accountability that way, because when you see other people moving and growing, it encourages you to grow. Another thing that I do other than training, I read a lot. So I have Audible on my phone and my kids getting my car and like, Where's the radio station? It's not even set on anything. They're like, how do you survive? I'm like, my phone. <laughs> so I'm always listening to something, some book on Audible. So, you know, I'd read a lot. Thank God for the commute. And another thing that I do, I do a lot of self-care. So I'm part of Mind Valley. I'm actually not, you know, I'm not promoting them, but I would recommend them. <laughs> and so I learned so much when it comes to health, you know, mindset, meditation, yoga, exercise. I prepare my mind for, you know, whatever the, um, is going on. Like now there's a lot of stress, but I have to prepare my mind, be proactive instead of reactive. So I'm very intentional about how I prepare myself, how I actually show up, because the way you show up has a lot to do with the results that you get around you. So that's important to me when it comes to that emotional, mental, physical health. I focus a lot on that, not only intellectual, but emotional and physical. So I basically try to grow in so many other areas other than just the lab. But in, in terms of lab, I focus a lot on process improvement, patient safety, value-based things. And that's my area of um, focus or the things that I love to grow and learn in. Well, that's awesome. I think it's important for leaders, mentors, coaches to continue to learn and grow. So I'm going to ask this question because it's taboo, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm going to ask it because mm -hmm. you want my show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when you uh, talked about, you know, coaches and you're in these communities, you know, is this stuff that you are investing in? And when I say investing, I'm talking about your your time, your money, you know, that kind of thing. Because sometimes here's why I'm asking this, because sometimes people feel like they should grow, but they don't want to make the investment. And then they wonder why they may not be achieving their results as quickly as they could. And mm -hmm. so that's why I like to ask this question, because a lot of people say they have a, a coach and, and mentor and, you know, support that helps them. But some people may or may not make the connection that in order to grow, sometimes it comes with a financial commitment. Yes. So I do invest. Just think about going to college. You know, how important is that to you? When you make that investment in going to college, you decide that that degree was important to you. So what when I think about investing in yourself, it has a lot to do with how, what value you place on that. And so for me, I place a lot of value on my personal growth. I place a lot of value in learning. So I invest. <laughs> I invest <laughs> I invest a lot of money when it comes to my personal growth. And I know it's an investment because there's a return. So I, you know, it's not unless people can see that there's a return and there's value. And unless they realize that, you know, how much you prioritize yourself, then that would determine how much you'll invest in yourself. That was good. Thank you for letting me put you on the spot. Uh, <laughs> Like that, but you know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, to make sure that people know that, you know, in order to to go to the next level, sometimes you have to be 
willing uh, to play at the next level. So Cammy said that she said the information was awesome. We didn't need your slides. So that was just going back to uh, <laughs> where you thought we were seeing your slides the whole time. <laughs> I <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> you didn't want to have me all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to the slides anyway, so. Right. <laughs> and then Tierra said collaboration also allows us to get a diverse perspective, which exactly. is very true. Yeah, always. So if you have some questions, we have a few more minutes here for our broadcast. If you have some questions for Lona, go ahead and drop them in the chat of whatever platform you are watching this on. Maybe I could ask them some questions. So okay. tell, tell us what ways do you collaborate in your workplace and I mean on your team or, you know, maybe even at home. Give us some examples in which you collaborate because a lot of times unknowingly people collaborate. But the great thing about it with collaboration when you're intentional, when you're looking for outcome and you know exactly what goals you have and you collaborate. So share with us what ways you collaborate. That's good. Because we are always looking for new ideas too for ourselves to add to our toolbox. We are serving as your mentors today, but we don't know it all. So you know, you probably have some other ways that, that we might not even be thinking about, which would be helpful. So drop that in the chat. Definitely let us know other ways in which you are collaborating. And, you know, what kind of impact has collaboration had on your path? You know, maybe collaboration allowed you to you know, get promoted in your job, or maybe it allowed you to be able to speak. So for example, our guest, our mentor next week, Dr. Jonas, who will be joining us in the our virtual learning laboratory, Dr. Jonas and I were in a six-week speaking accelerator mm. course together. And so now he he actually just so happened to reach out to me. Uh, we're still connected in our alumni group. And he reached out on uh, LinkedIn. And I'm like, you know, you're doing some awesome things. Let's collaborate. And mm -hmm. he's going to be on fire next week because that's just how he do. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, collaborations for me have, have been able to collaborate on, on this platform and in other endeavors. Right. And um, being part of those training is um, you get to collaborate with like minded people. Absolutely. So Tierra said reaching out to other healthcare professionals outside of the lab for clinical advice. And I think that's critical. Sometimes we get in our niche or niche or however you want to say it in our bubble. And then we have our perspective and not really, you know, understand, you know, well, what is, since we are in healthcare, like what is nursing thinking, mm -hmm. you know, what are the physicians thinking, mm -hmm. you know, and in order to know, you got to know one of them and really get into their mind and kind of to get the thoughts and not just assume. But mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. Getting outside of your particular area of expertise to be able to move your particular area of expertise further. Right. So what we did, we went on, we decided we're going to go to all of our sister hospitals. Most of our sister hospitals, some of them are out, outside of Maryland and, you know, are really you know, they're not that close. Some of them are in Maryland, but we tour the different labs and look at their processes and, you know, see, although we were like the biggest, but see some of the things that we could adopt. And they, we invited them to tour our lab. And then we started looking at some of those commercial labs, like, oh, they're, some of them are customers. So we went and we did tours. So you can learn through collaboration, you're learning new ideas, you're getting new ideas, they're learning and you're learning from each other. 
Absolutely. And so before we get ready to close out for today, we have one call to action or one thing that we'll challenge you to do. So on today, look at where you can have an effective collaboration or where you need to start one. Think about it and then let us know so that we can hold you and keep you accountable to starting that new collaborative uh, partnership. So that is your call to action. Collaborate today. Where will you start that collaboration? So Lona, where can the, the viewers, the listeners get and stay connected with you? Okay, so my favorite platform is actually LinkedIn. So I'm Lona Gordon Small on LinkedIn. Uh, my hashtag is you are an important part of the whole. If you follow my hashtag, you'll see most of the things that I do. I do a lot of collaborative things also on LinkedIn. And so you can also follow me on IG. I am kind of getting there at lona.small <laughs> and my website is lonasmall.com so if you want to reach out to lona make sure you get and stay connected with us i'll drop one more comment before we get out of here and cammy says sometimes it's a matter of getting to know people better people who are already in your network and looking at how collaboration could benefit you both. And I think that is an awesome way to leave the show because if you know anything about me and Lona, we've never physically have met before. Mm -hmm. Lona was active on LinkedIn. I liked what she was doing. She liked what I was doing. And it was like, how can we uh, collaborate and and kind of move our profession forward. So she was on my friends list or connection list, but really taking a look and getting to know her better. So, and here we are today collaborating and going strong. And it's almost like we've known each other forever. Mm -hmm. yes. So any parting tidbits, Lona, as we get ready to close out? Yeah. Basically, just telling everybody, collaborate to elevate. That's Ooh. my new expression, collaborate to elevate. I like and it. And have a great one. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly.